when I'm on, they gon' have questions for me. What them bad hoes like? Can you bless me, homie? We're back. Back to even. My name is Jeff. Happy Friday, you beautiful fools. Thank you for listening to me and my brother. It is Friday, May 12th, 2023, and man, I am fired up. Got my first round of golfing this week. I mowed the lawn today, smoked some chicken, and I got a little bone to pick with you about your 90 days to live up here in Minnesota uh, to soak it all in. So, yeah, uh, I'm just living the dream right now. Of course, it wouldn't be back to even without my partner in crime. Hey, Ben. Hey, Ben. 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 Hey, Ben. Oh, Ben. 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 Cheers. What's up, Benito? How you doing, my brother? What up, Jeffrey? Uh, well, a day's hard a day a, wor- a hard day's work deserves a beer. That's what the bottom of this banquet says. Ooh. Also, might have just had a stroke or forgot how hey. to read right there at the beginning of the spot. A little bit of so, both. Nothing wrong with that. Beer really? discretion is advice. Yeah. Uh, tough look to start, um, but I'm doing good, dude. How are you? Oh man. I'm doing well. Obviously, you know, I think I told you, right? Like, uh, you've listened to this long enough. You know that uh, when summer hits. We're going to do a weather recap. We're going to do a little weather recap, and it's been gorgeous up here, and it feels like it's here to stick around. And I've heard you say it a couple times on your podcast, right? you got 90 days uh, to soak it in up here. But I I just, I got a bone to pick with that, right? Like, it's May. It's the beginning of May. That's fine. 75 degrees. Right. Uh, it is right. That's that's heaven, dude. There's no humidity. The bugs aren't bad yet. Ticks are out, but whatever. You guys, it's fucking rattlesnake season where you live, so I don't want to hear it. Um, yeah, yeah, we're looking at at least four solid months. If you go May through August, you can always count on September. So there's five, and if you're lucky, mm-hmm. October, you can get uh, you know, as they call it, the Indian summer. Uh, you can get a nice October. You can get a Who nice October. That, Jeff? Dude, seriously? You've never heard that term? Uh, I, I think it's a song I've heard once, but other than that, no. No, I haven't. Well, that's what happens when the 70s stretch into October. And then if you're lucky, you can get a nice April. So you could get six. <sighs> Right. No. Yep. You're right. Lots of coulds. So take your 90 days, uh, shove it up your ass. Yeah. So um, here's the only definite. Uh, Sometimes May sucks a lot. Sometimes it just rains like all of May, right? Um, So it could be really shitty. So once June 1st hits, run once June 1st hits, you got 90 days to soak it in. And I think it's also, for me, the 90-day rule – from June 1st, because mostly my summers have all ended at the beginning of September because I've always had football, right, in sure. my life. So usually it's like, well, back to work, you know, here we go. Yeah. So that sounds like a you problem. Well, <laughs> go hang out at the state fair some more. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I mean, you just like you completely discounted September. September's always nice. Yeah, but it's just not a time in my life where you have, you know, it's like the kids are going back to school. Like it's starting to switch. It's not like summer. Like it's over. I'm not saying that there's not nice times of the year. I'm just saying you got 90 days 
to live free and clear come Memorial Day weekend. Listen, I feel like you're trying to spread misinformation about the great state of Minnesota and its weather at times, and I'm just not I'm not going to have it. I'm putting my foot down tonight. That's fine. I think everybody else is going to be with me, so can't wait for Jeff to be wrong again. First time for everything. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but otherwise, dude, like, Doing well. Jack had his first game this week. That was fucking fun. It was fun. Like, first real baseball game. You know, six innings. Um, pitchers? Pitchers. The coaches are pitching, but um, still got to hit a ball that's being thrown at them, right? And yep. Yeah, dude. 23-7. to seven, Good guys. Let's go. Wow. Somebody knows what they're doing. Uh, so I'm guessing, <laughs> I'm guessing old dad was on the bump, huh? Throw a 90 at some eight-year-olds. I had to dial it back just a hair. Just a hair. Yeah. Was it tough to not try to hit one of them? No, because I'm throwing to my kids. <laughs> oh, you throw to your yeah. team? So you I will say, like, I, I think it's a lot on mm-hmm. me because I would very few yeah. hit the first pitch, and I could see their swing. Right. And I was just remembering where that bat was, and that's where I was trying to throw the ball. Right? Like, they're not yeah. adjusting that well yet. So, it's like, all right, they're – you know, he, this this cat swings low, so I got to get it across at the bottom of the zone, and I got to throw the ball to yeah. the bat. <laughs> so, I will ask you this. As a guy who's used the defense behind him his whole baseball career, right? Yeah. At any point when you were pitching to your own team – and cheering every time they hit was like something clicking in your brain. Like, let's go, let's get it back in, you know? And then be like, no, actually, fuck it. Throw it around out there. I don't give a shit. <laughs> no, I mean, I was telling no. my guys to stop running. It, it can like, that's the whole point. Like at that age, at this level is, you know, getting them to swing the bat, letting them feel the ball and throw it. You don't want it to become a fucking circus out there where they're, you know, the, uh, the fans are throwing peanuts on this shit. So, like, you know, somebody would overthrow one, and I'd just put my hand, put the glove up. I'd be like, get it back. Come on, let's go. Quit throwing it around. And i tell my guy to stop it. So, yeah. I guess. <laughs> That's mighty kind of you. Um, it's a gentleman's game. Ben. Yeah. 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 I don't think a lot of people view Little League Baseball that way. So, good on you. Not a lot of dads are going to be telling the other, you know, hey, guys, stop running. I think a lot of other dads are like, keep going. These hey, guys look, suck. We get in a close one. You know, who That's knows? That's true. Right? You never know. You never know. Maybe what, you uh, drop the ball. I might. Or just, it's, oh, didn't see yeah. it. Oh, there it goes. It's out of play. Take an extra base. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, is there somebody standing next to you on their team? Like, do they have a... Uh, behind me and off to the side a little bit. Okay, because I was going to say, like, what happens, like, you know, not mm-hmm. a bunt, but, but, you know, some of them kids are full swing, yeah. and, and it has bunt momentum. For sure, right? swinging bunts. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. A couple of them. So, you know, on one of those, I mean, you're not taking PFPs out here, right? Like, no. you just... Uh, no, and you I just let somebody else go grab it. Hundred percent. I told, and so like every inning, because everybody's playing a different position every inning, and so I'd always like yeah. I'd talk to the kid, and I'd be like, "Hey, what's your name?" Ask you know. There's three Liam's that got put on the on the bump next to me, and I was like, "All right, this is really easy to remember." But I would just tell him, "I'm like, look, you're the fielder, unless 
by some miracle, some kid ropes one back up the middle. I'm going to let it go. And he's like, okay, right. okay, okay. Nobody did. But hmm. How many yeah. home runs? We had a triple. There's no fence. so Yeah, but, I mean, you know, keep we, running. Yeah, we got one kid who hits. he can hit the ball a ways, and he roped one. And, you know. Nice. Stopped a third. So it'd be real cool to see that kid playing out when he's 15 too, and then just everybody else surpass him. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's the anatomy of males right there. For sure. For sure. hundred percent. So yeah. 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 Um, no, that's cool, dude. Yeah. That's it was cool. fun. It was Take fun. Jack out for a beer afterwards. <laughs> no, but he was fired the fuck no. up. He was fired up. I had to give him a little like, Hey, tone it down. Because after the game yeah. is over, we do like a relay race where one team starts at home, one starts at second, and everybody, just, you know, you just run to first team, yeah, you know, uh, to get everybody to, the, to their base wins, right? And um, we ended up lapping the team, and Jackson is like screaming at the kid who got lapped. He's like, you got lapped! And he's jumping up and down, and I'm like, Jackson! Knock it off, dude! <laughs> like, come, come on! Like, quit stunting on that. The, sounds like on a, an eight-year-old. It sounds like a parent's handshake agreement. There, like, hey, tire the shit out of my kids before you send them home. Hundred percent. I mean, I announced it. I was like, we're gonna get them tired. Don't worry. <laughs> nice. And everybody's like, oh, thank God. Perfect sprint. How many dads yelled? Anybody? Nobody. Nobody. Good. At that point, would you have seen how fast you could still throw it? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm waiting for, dude. Yeah, we'll see. Hey, this used to touch 95. Why don't you see how this feels on your face? I swear a lot. I'm pretty good, like, around the kids, but uh, something like that happens. I might tell somebody to shut the fuck up. <laughs> you have to. You have to. Yep. Just let, it, just let it fly. I did, however, though, bring up the – new jersey little league rule to our board because you know there's what they say what do we do about umps you know some of these people don't have gear you know it's a lot of like freshmen sophomores in high school uh coming to coming to like ump these little these you know the the fourth grade travel teams and whatnot and yeah we don't want them to be intimidated and blah 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 and I i brought it up i was like you know i saw this instituted out in New Jersey, and I bet seventy percent of the room was like, "Fuck yeah, let's do it." Really, a hundred percent. They're like, "We we I'm really need to it. talk about this." Um, and then it, but then it's just enforcing it. I think that's the that's the hard part. You know how you do it? How? Enlighten. You don't be a pussy. <laughs> you don't be a pussy about it. Somebody breaks the rules, you tell them. Right. No, 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 no. I mean, I just mean like, how do you get them to actually ump, right? As a, you know, are you going to have like a cop or a, uh, a hall monitor who's like keeping an eye out for uh, Karen? Is there sure a police officer on the Rogers board? I, no, not right now. Uh, but there's somebody on the baseball there's some board tough, with some there's power. There's some tough dudes on that, though, on it, though. Yeah, so. like you, but what, isn't there somebody that like actually holds a lawful position? Mm-hmm. Don't you have like a DA? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we got we got some connections. Well, we can make some shit happen. But yeah, yeah. 
So that that's being floated and hopefully instituted shortly. Can't wait. Can't wait. Insert Bart Scott meme. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> yeah, what what's what's been Hell going? Yeah. What's been like how's fall or spring camp going? How are the boys looking? Yeah, dude. Um it's been fun winding down this week. Uh, we are recording on a Wednesday, so everybody can get off our backs for these bets coming up a little later. Um, but it's been fun. Uh, do it. It's just extremely different, one, to have this opportunity out here. Um, nuts. Like, have a true spring ball. Yeah. 12 practices over the course of three weeks. Um, but, yeah, we had a showcase last night on Tuesday night. We have a showcase on Friday night, which is going to be a huge one. But I think that's something I'd really like to talk to some connections back home and try to get them to establish because it's a pretty sweet thing. I was going to say, Obviously, my it? first time being around it. What is it? So showcase? the one last night is the West Valley Showcase, and my head coach uh, put it on. And so we go to these basically soccer fields in surprise uh, in, in brand-new, beautiful grass. And there's six or eight fields. I think we had eight. We had 16 teams, and every team is assembled a field. You have an hour and a half, basically, just run practice, and you just uh, you just watch. The college scouts are there, and they just watch the kids. Um, so then, it's, you know, obviously, it's all shirts and shorts, so it's nothing crazy, but it's give you know gets them eyes on the kids. Mm-hmm. So last night. Which it's when coach was talking to me about this, it's like, oh, yeah, like all these close schools back home were coming down to this. So we had 20 colleges. Um, so, University of Mary, North Dakota, SMSU Marshall, I don't know what the CMS is, uh, Lake Forest, that's in Illinois, Maricopa Mustangs, that's a JUCO out here, Michigan Tech, Rocky Mountain College, Arizona Christian, uh, Black Hill State. Concordia, Moorhead was out here. Hamlin, uh, Ottawa was out here. They're out here. Weber State. And then we had SDSU, NAU, San Diego State, Fresno State, Nevada, and Washington. Wow. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's pretty cool. I mean, especially like, you know, like SDSU, I mean, the Minnesota schools and, and the South Dakota schools, they could drive down the road. You know, For to sure. go see something like that. Somebody could put that on at a soccer complex, same idea, and bring Absolutely. schools around. So so this was, you know, we had 18 or 16 high schools, and like I said, I think there's 20 total colleges show up, and then um, the one on Friday night, so when you guys are listening to this Friday night, there's 46 high schools, and there's supposed to be over 100 colleges. So Wow. That's a lot. But it is. It's pretty crazy. It's going to be nuts. So, I mean, I get why they come down here and recruit. There's not enough places for kids to go play football here. Yeah. So we, in the state of Arizona, we have two NAIA schools, Ottawa and uh, Arizona Christian. We have no D2, no D3. We have one FBS, Northern Arizona. And then we have the uh, two yeah, you know, ASU, ASU and U of A. So there's five places really outside of these junior colleges that are barely holding on out here. There's a couple left. And uh, so there's five places for, you know, probably 4 sure. million kids to go play. Yeah. It's a hotbed. So, 
Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Wide open. Yeah. It's a, man, that's that's a lot of teams in one space. Do you do you feel any pressure doing that? Like trying to make sure your kids look good or is it just hey, we're going to go out there and have some fun? No. Yeah, I just try to calm them down, understand that it's just a practice. Like, yeah. hey, nobody's going to get an offer tonight. Like, they might get one tomorrow. Like, there's a couple Desert Edge kids that got uh, offers today. Um, sure. So, but it, you know, at the end of the day, you're in shorts and a T-shirt. So, unless right. you're already somebody and they just want to see you in person, you know, if, if you're a junior or a senior that's just starting to play, just enjoy it. Make plays. I obviously put drills together and we ran plays like to make our kids look successful. Mm -hmm. Uh, We didn't run the ball a ton on air. We were throwing the ball all over. Right. Right. Showing off kids. um, But no, personally, I did not feel any, I think I was just nervous because I didn't really know what to expect. Sure. Right. Like what's it going to be like, you know? So, but now that I've done one, but otherwise, yeah, there was a bunch of coaches there for sure that I could tell that thought the colleges were there to recruit them. And I'm like, no, no, they're not. They're they're not. Uh, so, no, it's just – it was cool, dude. I'm excited for Friday. It's going to be nuts. It's out at this big complex out in Mesa, Queen Creek area. And Bell Bank Park is it. There's like 25 or 30 soccer fields out there, and everybody gets half of one. So, Very cool. Very cool. So how, yeah. how's the uh, since you're throwing it a lot? How's QB one? Does he just throw lasers like little bro? No, he's got some touch. It's a crazy thought. Um, <laughs> it's a novel concept. Yeah, no, we're actually in a really good spot. We have two really good quarterbacks. So um, nice. I have a tough decision to make later down the road. But they're uh, they've been playing well. Both played a little bit last year. QB one got hurt. QB two came in as a sophomore, and played well. So we'll see what happens, man. Competition. Competition breeds success. Love it. Iron sharpens iron, baby. That's right. Very cool. Very cool. You know what's going on this weekend? A lot is going on. Yeah. But what specifically? So uh, I'm a little shocked you didn't know about this or hadn't, like, brought it up in the past. But uh, your Cubbies are at Target Field playing the Twins this weekend. A little disappointed you didn't fly back. Yeah, you know, um, there's also a Major League Baseball team here. People forget about them. They're called the Diamondbacks. They're located here in Phoenix. Yeah, so when the Cubs come to town, I'm sure I could squeeze in on a $17 ticket and sneak my way in from the upper deck. So We'd have a little back to even get together, but no, guess not. All right. No, that would have been fun. That would have been cool. Darn it. But I think what the series, they, they start tomorrow night yeah. or tonight? No, the 12th, Friday. Yeah. So oh, it is Friday's the first game? Yeah. Yeah. Tonight, and you're listening to this? Yeah. Correct. There you go. Yeah, no, uh, I missed the last one, too, a couple years ago. It was right. It was the World Series year, or the year before, maybe. Mm-hmm. I think it was the year before, because they, they brought Schwarber up for the Twin Series. And, uh, yeah, he had a jack. Um, it was, I mean, it's a good spot. There's a lot of Cubs fans and obviously Southern Minnesota, especially the South for sure. East corner of the state. So sure. pretty cool. Absolutely. Pretty cool. You going? No, uh, I will be at the lion King. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yep. Did you go to Puerto Rico last weekend by chance? I did not. Nope. Nope. 
We, did, did you watch? We did watch. Uh, WWE, you did? We did, absolutely. Saturday morning, or what, Sunday morning. What Jack me. think? He likes it, man. He's into it. Uh, like, every time he comes in the house, he's watching wrestling now. So, either, you know, Raw, uh, what's the Thursday night one? SmackDown. Friday night's get it right, dude. Or, sorry, Friday night <laughs> SmackDown. So, when I was growing up, it was Thursday night Nitro. That well, that Monday night Nitro. It's okay. I'll let oh, it go. Thursday Monday night, night Nitro. Thunder. Those were WCWs. Yeah, it was yeah. WCW. Monday night Nitro. Okay. Yeah. Dude, I yeah. But that. SmackDown used to be on Thursday nights. Okay. When we were kids too. Okay. So. Okay. I understand where your confusion is, but if you're gonna try to be a nerd, at least get your shit right. All yeah. Right? No, I'm not. I, I admit it. I'm just along for the ride <laughs> with Jack, man. His uh, his favorite less wrestler is uh, Sami Zayn. Nice. Which I respect. That dude seems a little crazy. Uh, I like that. I like that. That's yeah, cool. It's very I'm cool. excited for you guys to go in August. That'll be so fun Hell to yeah. see videos of that. Hell yeah. It will be. It'll be a fun time. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Um, you know what we totally forgot to talk about last week? I do. Yeah. I'm a little embarrassed by it. Completely. I mean, I know we touched on it the week before the round one recap, but we totally forgot to talk about the NFL draft. I mean, we just beefed it. Completely beefed it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, you know, who do you think won? How do you think the Vikings did? Yada, yada, yada. Blah, blah, blah. Fire away, big guy. Yeah. Uh, I think the Eagles won, if I'm being honest. Um. They did well. They did real well. Uh, they got a lot of Georgia Bulldogs on their squad, yep. you know. Um, yep. I think way too early, I think, big head scratchers on the Packers again. Like, they don't have, like, any wideouts, and they took two tight ends in the third round. And it's like, what is going on? Yeah. What is going on? And I'm also still scratching my head on the Lions, dude. Like. We mm-hmm. talked about that. I don't the Lions Lion. I I feel like all the guys they took, they could have got just later. For sure. And they could have had somebody better at twelve than yeah. Jameer Gibbs or somebody that fits. Yeah. I mean same with the Packers. Uh take uh, at thirteen or whatever, they take Lucas Van Ness, who I mean, like I said in the group, sorry Dalt, he's an Iowa guy, but He'll probably play in the league for 10 years and have, you know, maybe 50 sacks. You know, it just seems like a regular guy. I don't know where all the hype came from, but whatever. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, it's, for me, the scary thing was it felt like the Eagles added instant yeah. contributors at multiple positions to an already stacked team. And it was funny, I was like, by far. I was like, oh, I'm going to look up these grades and just kind of see how everybody did. And on, like, SI, NFL, and PFF, the Eagles got essentially A-plus grades. And I know that yeah. that's all very subjective, and, they, you know, it's based on, you know, where they were graded out versus where they were drafted and all this other bullshit. But, again, it, it, it could be scary uh, thinking – that they could have added, you know, three, maybe four starters to their team when they yeah. were already in the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? God. Right. Oh, I think, I think the only thing I don't completely understand, and this is the second year they've done it, 
They took a quarterback that does not fit their system at all. Yeah, I don't get that either. They took the Tanner McKee kid. Yep. And the year before, they took Carson Strong from Nevada, who's still, I mean, he never caught on anywhere. And mm-hmm. it's just like, you just taking a guy. And I get, and I also understand, and I try to explain this to people, that the NFL is changing its rules. And uh, you're going to be able to carry essentially four quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Now, on your active roster at all times, just so uh, NFC championship, like the uh, Niners doesn't happen. Right. Um, where Josh Johnson got hurt. And then they literally were, I mean, they had to go to wildcat for a little bit because they had no quarterbacks right. in the freaking championship game. Right. So I think that teams are just going to take like project guys late, hence the Vikings. And he'll be, at, he'll be the fourth guy on game day in case shit absolutely hits the fan. And, yep. That's fine. I'm cool with that. But it just seems like to hit a home run for the Eagles in every other part of the draft and then to be like, well, we're going to take a guy that doesn't fit our system at all, doesn't do anything that Jalen Hurts can do. Yeah, agree. Because, I I mean, you've made that point multiple times that, you know, the Ravens, the Eagles, they – they changed what they did to accommodate these quarterbacks. And so you can't just plug in a pocket guy who has no mobility into those systems and expect to have the same success. So it was, that was a bit of a head scratcher. And I think we talked about it on Friday when we were playing a little bit, just, it it, it seemed odd that they did that, but Hey, what do we know? You know, we're not GMs, right? Who knows? I mean, also the fun thing about the draft is, none of us will have a clue how good or how bad this draft is for 10 years, to be honest. For sure. For sure. So, um, but as far as the Vikes, man, for what they had, um, I'm pretty happy with the draft. Um, Okay. I think they got some, I know that you were, you know, this draft sucks. I, I think at the time I was so upset about um, Jordan Addison, but I'm cool with it now. Um, I think he's just going to be so good because there's no pressure, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody was going to take him in the first round. And I think that's probably why the Vikings didn't trade out. Everybody that called up was like, hey, we want to come in here. And they're like, well, who are you going to take? They're like, we're taking Addison. Well, sorry, then we are too, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm only going to move back if you think you can get your guy. If that's who they had number one at that spot, that's who they had. But, um, yeah, man, I think I liked that pick. Um, I really like the Jaqueline Roy pick and mm-hmm. the Dwayne McBride, the last, the seventh rounder, the running back from UAB. I've always, I've said for the last couple of years, like, get guy, get running backs late. And that sure. kid from UAB was all conference USA, like stud. I think he ran for like 1300 yards last year. Mm-hmm. And they usually don't have a ton of miles on them, you know, because right. it's usually like whoever becomes a senior is the guy. Otherwise, especially now, because the, otherwise they'd hit the transfer portal For or sure. they'd be gone. For so sure. low miles back. And I do like the the developmental maybe of the Jaron Hall. Uh, mm-hmm. It can be fun. Watch Jaron Hall highlights sometime. You're like, maybe, maybe. Sure. Absolutely. But same thing, right? Oh, nice. Thanks. Yeah. No, I mean, I look, I, I didn't love the Jordan Addison pick. I still don't. 
yeah. I get why they did it. I hope it's successful. I guess just in the back of my head, it it the team is not Super Bowl ready. I, I have a hard time picturing that with that defense, right? That they are Super Bowl ready. And they just needed another receiver to compliment JJ to help, you know, to free him up a little bit and keep the offense moving. You know, got their four losses last year were fucking awful. Right. Yeah. And, you know, they, what was it, eight or nine one score games that they won? There's going to be a regression there. And so to yeah. me, they don't want to say it. And no, and nobody does. Nobody wants to acknowledge like we're going through a rebuild. Um, to me, that just keeps the ship floating a little bit longer. And sure, I don't know. Part of like, there's a part of me that just says, "Fuck it, man, tear it down, like tear it down," and let's figure out how to move forward. You know, in a year. Um, yeah, or you know, take swings and. You know, try and shore up that defense. Now, I do like that they drafted a cornerback. They drafted a safety, right? They added to that. You're going to get Lewis seen back potentially, you know, hopefully. We'll see how he pans out. You know, Booth will be back. Booth and a Caleb Evans. You know, so that that secondary could be improved. There's there's some optimism there. Um, The Jaron Hall thing, yeah, that's cool. You know, see how it plays out. I Hey, fucking swing. Right, it's the fifth round. Right. What do you got to lose? You know, let's see how it works right. out. Um, sucks that he's like forty-eight years old, but apparently everybody goes to BYU is. So I don't know. Hope he hope he can hang on. <laughs> yeah, you know, like you, you didn't want the Hendon Hooker because he was twenty-five. Well, this guy's twenty-six, isn't he? Yeah, he is. No, no that's what good. I mean. Like you said, fifth round. Yeah. Not first or second. That's, you know, that was my big thing on Hooker. But, yeah, and, you know, you always say, like, take a guy late, see what happens. Yeah. I will say I'm also fairly juiced up with the undrafted free agents the Vikings signed. Oh. Uh, Andre sure Carter the second, the okay. DN from Army. Stud. And Ivan Pace Jr., linebacker from Cincinnati. Absolute stud. I think that Ivan Pace Jr., He's going to be that guy that is, like, super pissed that he didn't get drafted and just fucking wrecked this league. Like, I really could see him being that, like, 10-year guy. He's a stud, man. If you – I just – I don't know what happened. I don't know if he, if he eats small children off the field or what made him <laughs> fall out of the draft. But, like, there was some stuff people had him going in the second round. Wow. And he didn't get drafted at all. That's and so crazy. it's like, okay, what a steal. You know, so, mm-hmm. and it'll be cool. You know, you got Flores now to see how he can kind of develop linebackers. That's always been his thing. Yeah. You know, the Patriots never had top tier guys, but they always had top tier guys, right? So, sure. It'd be interesting, dude. I'm, I mean, I mean, Boise said, you know, touch on your rebuild. It's going to be a competitive rebuild. They don't want to blow it up because you only got so long to lose before you don't have a job, you know? Sure. Sure. I understand so. that. I understand that. But when you're staring down the barrel at, um, what's his name, Caleb Williams, who, again, people are comparing him to Pat Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. 
Um, and this Drake May dude, pretty solid. Yeah. I don't know. And who knows? Maybe they'll, next year with more draft equity, they'll say, fuck it. Like, make a jump. We're making a splash and we're going to jump up. It was interesting to hear that they were, uh, this came out today, that they were very heavily interested in making calls on moving up. And this is where a lot of those rumors came in. Uh, they wanted to move up, but only for Bryce Young. So if he would not have gotten drafted really? first, they were willing. They, they wouldn't. They were, they were making calls on that. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, I'm all, I mean, fuck, I would have shit my pants to come <laughs> off the practice field that Thursday night and be like, Vikes traded a fucking two and got Bryce Young. What? Whoa. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Would have been yeah. insane. Uh, no, that would have been, that would have been wild. I do also think, um, the rest of the division proves for the Vikings to be in a good spot to be in a competitive rebuild. You just got to make the tournament, and you make the tournament by winning your division. Mm-hmm. Packers are going to be down. Bears are still a long ways away. Lions are a wild card. I think, yeah, I'm, I'm in on Dan Campbell, and I think you can fall in love with them and think, yeah, they could be good, but do it two years in a row, you know? Like, Lions sure. are going to lion. That's just For sure. always the thing. So, I don't know. We'll see. I think it'll be it'll be fun. Where's the Super Bowl at this year? Do you know? No, no clue. No, neither. Probably it's so fight again. Um. So, what's your way too early prediction for how the Vikings do this year? Well, let's uh, let's segment in. Where did that? Oh, it's in Vegas. Duh. Yeah, I knew that. That'll be wild, dude. After the Super Bowl was here this year, I couldn't imagine it in Vikings. They're in Vikings. In, Jeez, Vegas. in Vegas. Yeah, that'd be fun. Call a doctor. Yeah, you are. Are you okay? Little heat yeah, stroke? I'm good, dude. I'm good. <laughs> no, it was 77 degrees today. I think it's cold stroke. That's So that's insane that it was the same temperature here as it was there. Yeah, it was chilly. It this morning it looked shitty. It rained a little bit, and then, and then it was uh, it was a little chilly today. Not gonna lie, no no point today was I was like, yeah, I'm hot. So, uh, so yeah, so I don't know. What do you think? How do you think they they end up? And obviously, like it would have been it would have been real sweet to do this tomorrow after the schedule release comes out. We'll just do this again next week. But without seeing the yeah. schedule and how it plays out, what's your best guess? Well, I will say this. Obviously, no, you got the Packers, Lions, Bears at home. Mm-hmm. There, So I think you probably win all three of those division games. Okay. You also have the Chiefs at home. Let's not be a homer. That's a loss. Mm-hmm. Um, the Chargers at home. Eric Kendricks returns. Probably, uh, I mean, it's just they're such an inconsistent team, too. It's a toss up. If I had to pick right, yeah, it really is a toss up, but we'll call it a win. So, okay, we're four and one. Uh, Saints, that's a win, five and one. Uh, Bucks at home, six and one. And then the Niners at home this year as well. Let's be real, that's a loss. So, six and two. And then the road opponents. Out of the divisional guys, I think 
I mean, I'd like to say three and zero again, but let's be real, like probably a slip up somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a loss. So what did I? It was six and two, so six and three. Uh, Bengals on the road, probably a loss. Eagles on the road, probably a loss. So there's six and four, six and five. Well, you forgot the two games uh, that you gave them, so eight and five. Oh, eight and five, sorry. Um, and then the Panthers, the Raiders, and the Falcons all on the road. I like those wins. So uh, 11 and five, are we missing a game somewhere? We must be. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say 12, uh, 12, and, 12 and five, dude. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see. Yeah. Oh, the the excuse me, the Broncos on the road again. Yeah, I think that's a win too. We don't like Sean Payton, so mm-hmm. yeah, we'll say the Vikes twelve and five. Wow. Same record, right? Is that what they were last year? Or were they thirteen and four? Thirteen and four. So one game step back. I think so. Hmm. Lower the bar. Yeah, I would. Oh. I would say 11's the max. That's cool. Um, especially if, like, you just... You're going to be in a lot of one-score games. There's no way you're running them all again, right? So, say you split those. Right? In the that words would, of Justin Bieber, never say never, dog. Never stop, never stopping, okay? Um, <laughs> I, I, I get it, but it's just, dude, like, that's... It's improbable to expect that shit to happen again. Um, I, I love your optimism of three and zero at home and two and one on the road in the division. I would imagine we will drop one at home. Um, I uh, I'll give you three and zero at home, but we probably go one and two on the road. Uh, All depends on when they are too. If we get any primetime games. That's always, I mean, you could be playing 0 and 16, fucking anybody in the bikes would be like, yeah. well, let's see if we can lose this fucker. Yeah. I, I'd say, honestly, you know, 10 and 7 or 11 and 6. That's my guess. Best case scenario. Yeah. Uh, I would say, worst case, you're looking at 9 and 8. You know, I, I do think they I'd have still be. enough talent to at least be that. If anything less, and it's just like, Jesus Christ load up right right um i will say juiced up to not have any um holiday as of right now but they released them all no holiday or uh or overseas games yeah yeah no london games and we've been going there for a while it feels like yeah. How about yeah. the Jags? So that's cool. How about the Jaguars? That's so bad. Twice? Or staying there for two weeks. I will. Yeah, that's just nuts. But I I was listening to NFL radio. And I was going to talk to you about this too. Like they were saying, like they've talked to NFL fans in Europe, and their big complaint is like we always get the Jaguars because it's like you're just kind of really forcing the Jaguars down our throat, and they sucked, right? Sure. But now, like if you look at the schedule. One, there's only one NFC team going overseas, and that is the uh, Falcons. Otherwise, it's all AFC teams. Hmm. And uh, let's see. 
I wanted to. It was like all the star quarterbacks. I felt for the international schedule. I mean, mostly like Interesting. you got pretty good. So you got the Jags and the Falcons. That's the first one. Then the next week, the Jags and the Bills. So you got Josh Allen over there mm-hmm. with um, Trevor. Then you got Lamar and the versus the Titans, which the Titans, whatever. But then you got the Dolphins and the Chiefs. So you got Tua and obviously Pat, the Colts and the Patriots, whatever. But it's like they're really not pushing like maybe super shitty teams anymore. Like, you know, yeah. obviously the the Titans and the Falcons could be whatever. I suppose the Colts as well. But like, otherwise, those are pretty solid teams going across the pond, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I just thought it was interesting that the Jags are going to be there for two weeks, right? And I know you're saying, oh, quit giving them to us. But that's always been the rumor, right, is the Jags are like that Shad Khan. He wants to move them to yeah. London. That's where he wants to get. I just I just don't. I just don't think you could do it. I just don't think it's feasible. It's going to happen. Feasible. It's going to happen. I just don't. I don't think so. I think they will redo. They'll revamp like the USFL. I just think the players' union would shut that shit down too fast. It doesn't like. I know the NFL is a money grab, but I think they're just going to expand. There, I they would probably add a couple more, but there's no way you could have a team fully over there. There's just it. It, it could never work. Logistically, it could never work. Yeah, because what are you going to do? Play your first. What are you, how are you going to play your first eight games over there, then come over here and have a bye week and then finish out the schedule? Because no. you got to give everybody else the chance to have a bye when they come back. Right. So so you can't be going back. That's what I'm saying. So you couldn't be going back and forth. Ben, the flight from New York to L.A. is the same time-wise as it is from New York to London. Okay. I understand, but so, but the body clock. Right. Same body clock issues. Right, You're the time going, zones are way different. You're, How? What's the time zone gap? Is it four hours? It's like seven hours. I thought no. I That's why it starts at six in the morning for us, and it's a prime time game. Okay, maybe it is. I don't know, but hear me out. Right, like I think if they do it, it's when it, it's when the league goes to eighteen games because that's coming. All right, they're they're going to get yeah. off this fucking seventeen game shit soon uh i think the cba expires in 20 or the 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 league has an out in 25 or 26 something along those lines and they'll renegotiate that they'll add another game because more revenue contracts continue to go up so on and so forth okay um and then when you've got that 18 game schedule or 18 week schedule you're probably going to start to see double buys you're going to see teams getting two bye weeks in that in that thing um just to make it work and that would be when you could do it and you got to think like an east coast team could easily just go over there that's not a that's not an issue whatsoever and they would be in the afc or nfc east playing philly new york you know washington or um new england buffalo new york right like that it yeah, that's who they would be aligned with in the conference, and then they would they would have three or four other teams that would that would have to travel over there, which is what happens now. 
that's not that like ridiculous to think about. And you, they could go on just like an MLB team does like a two week road trip, just like the Jags are doing right now, right? They're sending them over there for two weeks. And so they would then go on the road for two weeks. They'd go over, they'd play a game in New York. Then they'd go to Kansas city. Then they would come home, have a bye week, right? right? Like, it, you can make it happen if if there's enough money in it, and it there yeah, will I, be. I, there will be. I get what you're saying. I just don't think. I just I I'll eat crow if it happens, but I don't think it'll ever happen where you'll have a team based over there because it's like I said, it's five in the morning right now. So if you're, I mean, a West Coast team, and you're going over there. That's quite the difference, right? Body clockwise to get ready. Four. Instead, I know, like sure. they always, especially when they bitch about the players' association is already raising hell for. They think that a, a a West Coast team or a Pacific Standard Time team should never have to play the noon game in the Eastern Time Zone. So yeah. that's already a thing that they're pushing for when you go from the West Coast to the East Coast. That it automatically has to be the two o'clock game. They'll just think that the the players association is going to tell you to get fucked. And I think at some point, I mean, yes, I get there's money, but it's not like the NFL isn't fucking making money. It's not like they're not making more money. Take the fucking pro bowl over there. That would be way better for those people. Take a fucking preseason game over there. Go have the combine over there. I don't give a shit, but they're, I just think I just don't ever see a team being based in Take the fucking USFL over there because that sucks shit. So pack that fucker up and send it over. Chip it, clap. All right, save this. Bookmark it. We'll we'll come back to this in four years, uh, and you will eat some crow. It's gonna happen. That's fine. I guarantee it. I just I don't think the NFL will be the, the 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 test monkey for sure. It'll be somebody else, MLB or. NHL or NBA will have to do it first because the NFL is the most profitable organization in the world. So, Yeah, and they want more money. Yeah, I understand, but that's just it when it's supply and demand. Do you want to be a part of us or not? We'll just raise our prices for you to – like, I just don't see it. Like, wh- when the Players Association demands shit, they get it because that's – you want to strike? You want the USFL guys in there? All right, have them. XFL was real good. 75 people watched every game. Yeah, dude, I just, I don't, I think, I think the NFLPA is not as strong as you think it is. Pretty strong on this kind of shit, especially when they can get collective bargaining, start putting that in where they want to go over there. They already don't like it. So I'm just throwing it out there. Agree to disagree. Glad we could finally have something that could kind of rile us up on different sides here outside the moon landing, but. It just I, ain't gonna happen. I get and I get what you're saying, like that they don't like it. Dude, there we all have those parts of our jobs. It's not gonna be an everyday thing for them. You know what I mean? Like, and if that's what it takes to like get some protections for the players that all right, we go over there, we're playing at a time that is normal to our body clocks, whatever, dude, then that's what will happen. But when you're getting dangled another billion dollars in front of your eyes for this to fucking occur, dude, I don't give, like, that union is not that fucking strong. It's not. 
Yeah, but then are you gonna are you gonna change the salary cap 100%, just for the yes. UK team? No, just for the UK team. Are they gonna have a different salary cap than everybody else? They sure could. They sure could. And when you when to. you see that happen, when you see that happen, that will then trickle down or trickle to every other team, right? And the New York teams will have a higher cap than the Florida teams. As same with the Texas teams. Uh, same, you know, same with Minnesota and, and California because they have to pay more taxes and so on and so forth. Like a hundred percent, man. Just don't see it. The the cap keeps it competitive. This isn't baseball for a reason. No, and I know I get what you're saying. It it would be a wash though, right? Like yes, uh, the London fucking no. Knights. I'm just saying, like free agency comes. I don't want to fucking live in Tottenham. And sure. I, I'm out. Or are you going to just have a team of fucking rookies? Because I don't want to go live in London for six months of my life every year. Right. No, and I, I could live anywhere else. Yeah. I'm not even I'm not even talking about from that aspect. I was talking about from a taxing standpoint because the taxes yeah. over there are, you know, essentially 50%, right? Roughly. Right. Correct. Um, and so they have to pay them more in order to entice them 100%, which then allows the New York teams, Minnesota, right, these other teams that live in states with high taxation rates to have a slightly higher cap. But again, I think that sets the table and makes it more fair. I really do. Post-tax salary cap, I would not be opposed to that. The same thing's going to happen. I mean, whether whatever you agree with or not, people aren't loving living in San Francisco, right? Like Agreed. nobody on the 49ers actually lives there. They all rent houses together right. and then they get the fuck out. hundred percent. You know, like yep. they just live there during the season and they bounce because it's too fucking expensive. So I get, I get it. But then at the same, the NFL, I, I don't know. I'm sure other sports are like this, but I know more about football than anything else. You get taxed based off your game check because that's sure. where you work. Yep. Right. So you get paid by the game. Mm-hmm. So then I guess kind of the post-tax salary cap would have to be just different based on where you play, no matter what. Not necessarily where you're at locally, right, where there's, like, no income tax, some states, whatever, Mm -hmm. but it's because where you're earning the game check. So, like, if you play in California, you should have higher post, right? It's going to have to be divided up and be all fucked up, and that's a – I mean, I'm not an accountant for a reason. Um, you know. Yeah, so. no, I'm not either. They got some big brains. I promise you, they will figure it out for a billion dollars. Yeah, but they make a lot of billions of dollars, so I think it'd have to be more than billion. Dude, you ever seen a billionaire say, "I'm good. I don't need another billion." No, I understand. I'm just saying okay. they make like 114 of those a year. Right. They'll take an extra 10, so. 20, 30. Right. I, sure. Yeah. Dude, you were saying. They, uh, I, I I know. I'm just saying. We're talking billions of dollars, right? It opens correct. the door to that entire continent, and makes it more of yeah. a thing for them. Like that's yeah, why the NBA is so crazy. They own. Fuck. I don't want to say they own China. China owns the NBA essentially, and they have so much money flowing in from China. The NFL yeah. fucking wants that. I don't think so. 
I really don't. I think they're on totally different playing fields, to be completely honest. The NBA and the and you don't see fucking logos logos for organizations or companies on the jerseys of NFL teams for a fucking reason. There's not sponsorship on the field for a reason. Uh, it's just around the field, not on the commercials. And that's it. when the NFL gets to that point, for sure. But that is the first part of we need more money when you put sponsorship spots on your jersey. The NFL's not there. So when they get there, then maybe we'll talk. But okay. it's the only it's the only left, right? It's not okay. like the fighting Mayo Clinics that the uh, Minnesota Lynx have turned into. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, so we'll, we'll bookmark this. And we'll come back yeah, to it deal. when it when the CBA is has expired. It sounds good. I'm all in. Um, speaking of Europe, we're a very cultured pod today. We are. Um, so yeah, I don't know if you've heard of like Messi going to Saudi Arabia. Essentially, no, because I thought he was coming to Miami. So when you told me this, I was. No. Still kind of new. So, obviously, like, Lionel Messi, one of, like, the greatest soccer players of all time, blah, blah, blah. I don't know that much about him. Or football, I should call it. Um, is No soccer. This is America. Okay. Well, we're just trying. We're being, we're cultured, Ben. We're, we're very sophisticated no. we tonight. We're drinking our bush lights and bush apples. And, <laughs> and Coors Banquets and Coors tonight. Banquets. Um but anyways, he's going to Saudi Arabia uh, to play in whatever fucking league that is. And they in soccer, they do this transfer thing, this transfer fee. Yeah. And I've always, when I see that, and it's always just an astronomical number, and his was like half a billion dollars, roughly. Right? I believe it. And I've always been like, what the fuck is that? And so I started to like look into it. And it's essentially Saudi Arabia uh, or whatever league or team has to pay his current team that money to buy his contract. And part yeah. of me was always like, is that what they're paying Messi? It's not. He still makes a shit ton of money, like 40 million bucks a year or whatever. But could you imagine if that was like how the NFL worked? If to just buy out another team to buy a player from a team, right? Like that's how trade. Cause this is essentially a trade. You're just trading them for cash, right, just for cash, right? Right. And could you imagine, right? So, uh, fucking New York Giants being like, yeah, we want to buy, we'll take Patrick Mahomes. Here's a billion dollars. Yeah. I mean, the Cowboys would never have lost the game. Right. Jerry would have the best of everybody. It'd be, I mean, it'd be insane. That's why the soccer. Leagues are also set up where they're all like together but separate and they're all division, you know, where you can like work your way up to from the Champions League to the Premier League. And mm -hmm. that's why like all these people with money are buying soccer teams like J.J. Watt and his wife just bought a shit soccer team and Ryan Reynolds owns a shit soccer team now and yeah, they're Rexham. trying to work their way to the Premier League. They were just because trying to get like back up to the National League or something. Like the they're yeah Ryan Reynolds. Have you watched that show? No. So fucking good. So much fun. So good, dude. We're deep on Friday Night Lights right now. So I love that too. Yeah. 
wondering what Matt Saracen's up to tonight. Fuck Saracen, Julie dude. Taylor. What's what's Lila Garrity up to? And Julie Taylor. R- Reagan's. Riggs. <laughs> uh, but uh no, anyways, I haven't watched the show. Sorry. Went off the rails. Uh welcome back. Um I have not watched that show, but it's just a the whole soccer league thing is such an interesting concept. And I think that's how a lot of people think a lot of sports should be. And, you know, everybody's like, the last team in the NFL has to play the champion of the XFL. Well, newsflash, the last team in the NFL still beats the XFL team by 40 fucking points sure. every year. Sure. The O-line alone would dominate, wouldn't even be fucking close. Mm-hmm. So, um, but, yeah, I mean, it's – that shit's wild to me. I I've heard of the transfer fees before, but I didn't really. I assume that's what it was, but I guess I didn't really know for sure. How cool would it be? Like, I love the 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 idea of relegation and promotion. I think there's yeah. I think you could probably only do it in baseball. Just with I think college football would be sick. Oh yeah, that would be dope. You could do work it. your way into a group of five or, or out of the group of five into the power five. For sure. 100%. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, but professionally, and I, I get that college players are essentially professionals now, but um, professionally, like, you could do it with baseball, just with all the minor league teams, right? Like, one year, the Twins drop out, and the next year, the fucking Saints are in. Like, how crazy would that yeah. be? I think, yeah, again... Just like the top tier is just too, too good. I get what you're saying, but you'd have to like totally blow it up, and they'd have to like redraft at this point, you know? Because like, especially in baseball, they all own, you know, they're all yeah. part of one team, and, and that's right? that's probably something that probably says something about soccer, right? That even though it's the Premier League versus I don't know the fucking champions or whatever the fuck it is, um, yeah those guys can get promoted into and then can compete at that level in some respect. Right. Right. They're not like playing them right. to stay in. They just, they're now part of the league and the other ones at the bottom. And then that team has to win right. their way back up. And that one's just trying to stay there. Um, but they can compete. Right. So it's, whereas if you just dropped in a triple a team into, you know, the middle of the MLB schedule, they would in all likelihood go, you know, 20 and 142. <laughs> right. <laughs> be right back out. Well, and I think, I think, and I could be wrong. I don't know for sure. But, but I think that, like, United States pro soccer is also kind of set up like that. Right? I have no idea. So, the... Because you got I'm MLS. Just, I'm just trying to figure it out. You got the MLS. Yeah. So there's divisions, but I know, like, so out here in Phoenix, we have the Phoenix Rising FC, okay. but they're not okay. in the they're not in the MLS, but they're trying to. So I just wonder, and I I'm sure. I'm sure we have some listener out there who's like, oh, fuck yeah, that's exactly how it is. But they do not have, I really, they do not have, MLS does not have promotion or relegation. 
They don't? No. Okay. So maybe they can invite teams then based on their success in, like, the USL. Yeah. Or or the USL. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. Interesting. Because the USL has two divisions, but – so they obviously have relegation or whatever, but, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just – there's 101 pro soccer teams in America right now, if you want to know. So that's a lot. Couldn't name you more than five of them. Correct. Yeah. Me either. <laughs> the minute, what I don't even know, is it just the Minnesota United? Yep. They got a great logo. I will give them that. It's, the loon, the loon, it is cool. It, it's kind of surprising it took so long for a Minnesota team to steal it. I mean, fucking nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Great color yeah. scheme. Good look, good looking logo. Yeah. Man. You lawn fairies did good there. And they have a sweet stadium. It is cool. It is pretty sweet. It is sweet. Yeah. Uh, Lions field. Yeah. Staying European, Formula Un had their race in Miami this weekend. Uh, Chiefs. Came to the USR. Yeah, they came to came to Miami. Chiefs number one super fan. Yeah. Was there all weekend long doing his thing, just grinding it out. Um, I'm going to go out on limb. Just living the fucking dream. Yeah. You saw some of those videos I sent, right? Where he's like. Well, I saw the videos and then I saw his shit on Instagram that he's posting on his story and stuff. And it's like, okay. Yeah. Fucking partying with Tough. Red Bull. Uh, DJing with Shaq. And then. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're just they're all over the fucking F1 campus that week. Um, but I'm going to go out on a limb and guess uh, you did not watch. No, forgot about it. I told you. It's a bummer. It's a bummer. It was actually a good race. I, I, just, I thought yeah, it was a good race. I don't know what I want. Well, I know who won because he always wins. Mm-hmm. Max Verstappen. Verstappen. Damn right. Dude, he came from ninth. Yeah. All the way back from ninth. That's pretty slick. Doesn't seem hard. You know, when you're in the Red Bull cars, <laughs> fucking gives you wings. Look at that. Like, send us a case. Come on, we just plugged Lewis you. Hamilton. Where did Lewis Hamilton finish? Uh, not well. He's having a rough year. And fucking Mercedes. I will say, um, it was cool to see everybody else's bullshit, uh, like being at that stuff. Like that's like a who's who too. Yeah. Um, it was, it was cool, right? I, I get like it's a big party. I still just I'm having a hard time like getting into it. I know we can bet on it. I only watched one episode of the show, too. So, um, Don doesn't want to watch it with me. So, hmm. I don't really watch a lot of TV by myself. So, cool. Um, yeah, dude. I, I mean, it looks sweet. Just a lot of left turns for me. And, but I did see somebody else was trying to get in. Somebody else is joining now. There's another like motor group, like gonna join the Formula One next year, possibly. This is news. The Formula One super fan. Yeah, weird, huh? I'm trying know. to think of who it was. I felt like it was American F1. Is it 2026? That's a. That's not it. Oh, Audi, maybe? Yeah, Audi. Audi is trying. They'll have a team in 2026. And it doesn't kick anybody out. They'll just add a team. Well, that's cool. 
Because it's always so, just been 10 teams. Yeah. So it sounds like they're just coming on in, pushing everybody out. They revealed their car. It might have been last weekend. That's why I knew about it. But Interesting. Yeah. Porsche. Pretty sweet looking car. Porsche and Audi are coming. That's pretty oh, cool. Oh, so maybe Porsche is coming sooner and Audi's coming in 26. But or maybe it's I a, don't know. Maybe it's a it partnership. Seems nuts. Anyways, we're looking um, this up on the fly. But, yeah, no, I mean, it's not just a lot of left turns, Ben. They turn right there as well. They have chicanes. That's what I meant. Sorry. Too many, too many right turns. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it looks. My NASCARs. I'm not going to try and make it a thing for you. Um, but it is fun. I like the I like that the races are like an hour and a half long. Yeah, they're fast. I like that the pit stops are like a half a second. They got one lug nut. Everybody goes at once. They're in and out. So crazy. Here's here's what I don't love. Yes, the lack of competition. Okay, that's what's really turning me off. Okay, okay. Red Bull's just good. They got the better car. So there's like. I mean, I'm still, I know you watch your show, you'll understand, but I just don't get it. You know, like there's rules and regulations to everything we do here in America. All right. We make sports, sports fair. If you're just better, you win more, but that's not what they do over there. It's like, Hey, if you qualify first, you're probably winning this fucker by a million points. Right. Mm. I would say, I mean, pretty much. I would say that's not necessarily true, dude, right? Like, there's a lot of strategy that goes into that. Uh, Sergio. Drive faster, turn guy, quicker. Your guy, right, uh, Checo, that you've bet on a couple times, he had the pole in Miami, and Max was ninth. They drove the exact same car, and Max beat his ass. He's a better driver. Because Max, yeah, I get he, that. He doesn't like, have a cheat They're toe. always at the top. Like, it's just, it's sure, just sure. Red Bull always I, at the top. I understand that, it's, it, but to to your point, and we're gonna, I guess, get into this, um, right? You mentioned that in NASCAR, there's some tracks where like Toyota does better. There's some tracks where uh, Chevy does better or Ford does better. Like you name it, right? Um, I think when you, when I, I just kind of in totality, when you look at it, it all goes into it, right? And they they all have the same budget. They just designed a better car. And that's all part of what goes into it, right? It'd be it'd be like if in the NFL everybody ran the same play every time and it just came down to the players who could stop who. That's not what it is, right? Like you can win a game because you design an offense that fucking outdoes the defense, right? And it they designed no, a car it. that is better within the budget, right? And so on and blah, blah, blah. And so it's all part of that. And Apparently, like there's some tire strategy. I don't understand it yet. Um, that all goes into that, and that's like what makes it a thing. And then you just tack on the fact that these motherfuckers are going 200 miles an hour and like a twitch of the wrist, dude, and you are gone, like maybe dead, like because you're going so goddamn fast, like into a wall. Yeah, you ever heard of Dale Earnhardt? Yes, yes. Okay, well, I get it. But that Americans was not a twitch too, of the wrist. Jeff. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just saying, like, it's it's insane. Like, they are on a fucking edge, man. Like, all the time. It's wild to watch. Anyways, I'm not going to make you a fan. I'm not. I'm done trying to. 
by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just saying it's there's some nuance to it that if you dove into it, and I'm not asking you to, that there is some it's intriguing, and then the actual yep. event itself is rather quick. Yeah, which I appreciate. I think it'll be nuts to see it in Vegas. That'll too. be insane. Um, also, you talk about the worst ran logistically company in the world. It's got to be the Formula One. They like started in Saudi Arabia, went to Australia, flew back to like London, then they went back to Saudi Arabia, then they're over here, and now they're going back to like I don't know the North Pole or some shit, and then they're coming back to Brazil, and then they're going back like they are. Just, it's like fucking yeah. run a circuit. You know what I mean? Right. Like you're moving cars and a bunch of shit around. Like I, I know. start in point A and go around the fucking world. I would I would agree with you there. That like that that makes zero sense to me why they do that. Like they could they could potentially make it a thing here in America if they started in Miami, then they went to Austin, then they went to Vegas, right? And then they go to like Japan, right? And but you you right. spend because they're two weeks apart generally. You spend six weeks here doing all this stuff in the States, you know, going all over, all over the country, right? Like trying to buy, win people over, you, you have a shot, but you can't do that when you fly in, you got to set up, you have a week of whatever, and then you got, right. then it's the race and then you're out. It, that's just tough. Right. That's tough. I get that. No, I, makes, I totally agree with you there. It makes no fucking sense, but it looked like a fun time. Shout out the super fan. That's it's a party, dope. man. It's a party. It's wild to see, yeah. Especially considering like uh, who was there when it's essentially it was the same weekend as the Kentucky Derby. That said, I was going to touch on it's like it's another also another really big party this yeah. weekend. Yeah, kind of crazy. So yeah, yeah, it looks sweet. Absolutely. Uh, Sticking with racing, I love Dalt's text. There was a fight yeah. after the NASCAR no. race, and he's like, whoa, 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 I didn't know this was NASCAR. Oh, yeah. No, that's, uh, that's a good right hook by old Ross Chastain, too. And he knew he was going to clock him in the face. He's like, just let go. He's like, stop it. Stop it. And he didn't stop. And he's like, fuck, you want one? Who's next? He got him. He got him good. Um, but yeah, I mean, a good NASCAR fight's good. Not a lot of punches get thrown usually, um, but that's what happens when you give rednecks money. You know, they just <laughs> race NASCAR. So, yeah, agreed, agreed. And uh, talk about the worst feeling in the world. You get fucking decked right, like right in the face, and like you're ready to throw down, and like his fist is cocked. And somebody like grabs his arm and he can't throw a punch. He's just he got neutered yeah. in real time. Yeah. On national television. Like everybody saw it. Got his nuts clipped. Yeah. No, it was good. I was I love a good I love a good pit fight, you know. Nothing better than a dirt track pit fight where uh Tommy's pissed off that their girlfriend banged somebody else and then they get tore up in the wall and at the old Fairmont Raceway, and then they come screaming into the pits looking to fight somebody. That was always my favorite, you know. <laughs> Kick his ass, Billy. And then they go down to the GBG in Grenada afterwards, catch a beer, and 
shake hands, just heat a competition. Or if you're Tony Stewart, you just rev your engine, accidentally kill a kid. Whatever. Whatever you got to do. <laughs> Jeez. You didn't know that? No. You didn't know Tony Stewart killed a guy? I feel like I heard that once. Oh, I didn't yeah, know it was dude, a kid. Well, he was like 20, but he Tony Stewart wrecked him, and he got out of his car. And ran at Tony Stewart's car while he was going. And Tony, like, swerved to hit him, or to not hit him, but did hit him, sent him into the wall, and uh, RIP that guy. But, Damn. you know, stay in your car. So, Damn. stay in your own NASCAR. That's so, crazy. Nuts. Yeah, dude, it's, it's a game of life and death, right? NASCAR ain't for the weak. I don't care if it's on grass or dirt or pavement. It's a real man sport. Ain't none of this pansy ass fucking formula shit. They don't get mad. They don't fight in the pits. They celebrate together with other teams when you're top three. That loses all credibility for me. When we're in Vegas and we watched that first one in Saudi Arabia, a guy on the wrong team wins third place and they're all spraying each other with big bottles of champagne. I was like, boy. No wonder they've lost two world wars. Just kidding. We helped them. <laughs> but I'm just saying, dude, don't, you know, I'm, we've cultured a lot. We got to bring the America love back up. So NASCAR 100%. number one, Formula one number two. What else you got? You got anything? I just else? was going to touch on the Kentucky Derby. Won a little money. That was sweet. Um, never bet the favorites because they usually don't do good, but it's also so wild. Those horses I took, uh, I did have mage to show. So I want a little bit of cash there. Uh, uh, also all my horses got scratched prior. I know we're going to talk about when we get to the bets, but yeah. that was fucking nuts, dude. Every single one of them, every five minutes and a ton of horses died at the Kentucky Derby this year. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's going on in Kentucky. If they forgot it was mixed up the moonshine in the water <laughs> and was feeding it to the horses or what, but that Kentucky clear, that'll put a pony down. Okay. Real quick. That's uh no, no bueno for the nays. Uh, but yeah, dude, it was sweet. I think like I was going to say, I think it's wild that uh, horse 14, don't remember its name, came in third. They had the second best odds to win. At the beginning of the race, the two horses with the highest odds to win fell all the way to the back of the pack. And all these other fuckers are just running their asses off. And then they come down the back straightaway, and they just before they get in the back turn, they fucking go. And it's just like, oops, see ya, sorry. Fucker comes in. I think he finished second, maybe third, but I was just like, wow. That's just so incredible to me to watch them fuckers run, you know? Yeah, yeah it's – it's, and there's an art to it, right? Like, they, they essentially hang back. They draft, right? Uh, the horse doesn't feel as stressed being out there on the front. Um, right. I try – because I, so I worked there for a year. And so I got to like hang out on the backside where all the horses were and talk to some trainers. And I tried to understand like how they did it and like what they were doing and, and why that would work. Cause to me, that doesn't seem like it would work. Right. Like right. having to go balls out, but man, yeah, it's, it's incredible to watch when it feels like they just, they have like afterburners or NOS, right. Shout out Vin Diesel. Um, 
like in their car shout out. and they just fucking like hit that afterburner man and they fucking take off and it's like why can't the other guy do that yeah i mean r.i.p paul walker um but um it doesn't make any sense to me either dude like just I mean, they're horses, you know? I just don't get it. I just, and some of them just, like, take off like a bat out of hell, and then they just are like, oh, I shouldn't. It's just, I mean, it's like a real race. Like, it's like, obviously, it's like pacing yourself, but, like, every year, a horse that's not going to do well jumps way out to a lead, Mm -hmm. and then he just falls back through the pack and ends up placing shitty. But that's what's so much fun about betting on a freaking horse race, dude. Yeah. Is that it is such an emotional roller coaster. For like sure. you're like, all right, oh back of the pack. Oh, middle of the pack, back of the pack. Holy shit, he's making a push. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, man, this is a blast. Yeah. And then watching them know, like dude, have to it's... weave through all that shit is insane. Yes. Because they could get pinched and then they can't they can't finish. Right. It's tough. Yeah, it's nuts. It's nuts. It is. It, I mean, it was sweet to watch. I do enjoy the fastest two minutes in sports, but it's pretty cool. Every year, horses are getting faster. Horses are getting better. I will say also pretty cool. I'm going to keep my eye out for a Commonwealth on a horse because Mage is owned by a Commonwealth. There's like 381 owners or something. And yep. some of those people just have $50 in on owning that horse. Yeah. Yeah, you could buy and you $50 get to go shares. To the, you can go because you're an owner of the horse. Uh, like, no matter what. Not with just 50 bucks. You had to have... Well, maybe not. Yeah, I think you had to have, like, uh, 20 shares of it or something. So, five times two. Depends yeah, on... So, $1,000 right. in or something. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. still. Agreed. Yeah, that's insane, right? Yeah, so... We're going to, Tom doesn't know it yet, but we're going to buy a couple horses. So for the Kentucky Derby. Love that. Love that for you. It's called an investment. Look it up. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, did you watch like the whole day or just the race? No, I had a, uh, I had a, a football deal and then, Actually, just got home to watch the race, and then I got to go to George Strait out of the blue, or as George Strait would say, out of the blue, clear sky. You know. Yeah, good for you. So good for you. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Not a lot. People. My favorite thing about people going to a stadium shows when people bitch about the acoustics. It's not why you go. It's not fucking Red Rocks. All right, you go to have a good time and be one of eighty thousand plus people. And you're like, yeah, this is sweet. This is cool. But I don't know. Maybe you're not a uh, stadium show guy either, but I love them. Uh, I've never been to one. Well, no, I take that back. I have. But, yeah, you, you're, you're going to the Lion King instead of one this weekend. Yeah, no, but I have uh, in in my past. I saw Metallica and Korn and Kid Rock, Power Man 5000, System of a Down at Mile High Stadium. Jeez. Yeah. That's probably pretty sweet. It's fucking insane, dude. It's one of like my favorite concert experiences. Um, so, you had bang your hat off a hundred percent, right? Um, yeah, but no. So it was it was the summer sanitarium tour, 
And I flew out there with Charlie. And we had a buddy who lived out there, Nui. And we met up and we went to that show. And James Hetfield had gotten, like, hurt in the during the tour. So he couldn't sing all the time. And so, like, Jonathan Davis from Korn would go out and, like, sing some Metallica songs to give him a break. And so he was doing that. And that was fucking awesome. And then... um. The, the for Metallica the song one yeah you know, it's like dun 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 um they drop all the lights so it's pitch black in Mile High and a Denver PD Denver PD chopper comes in flies into the stadium lowers into the bowl and so you're just hearing the you know like their rotors which is how one starts and then it just spotlight yeah. on Kirk Hammett. I mean, it's just, it was so fucking badass. I was like, holy shit, this is insane. Oh, my God. Yeah, everybody's just losing their goddamn mind. And, yeah, and then they just, you know, tore the fucking roof off. Or no roof, but they tore the fucking paint off the walls. It was fucking sweet. Yeah. It was sweet. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I love stadium shows. I One, I love to go to stadium shows and stand on the floor. Uh, just like it's just so sweet to me to be on the floor of an arena like that and look up and see X amount of thousands of people just singing their hearts out, having the time of their lives, or fighting each other, whatever. You know, it's mm-hmm. always fun to look around. Um, I will say though, do you remember the first concert ever at US Bank was Metallica? Yes. And they thought the glass was gonna shatter. I don't remember that. They literally, like, the glass was shaking on the panels, so they opened the doors because they thought that, like, glass was going to shatter at U.S. Bank because it was so loud. Wow. So, but not a lot of good acoustics off glass. I know people don't like that, but it's still just so much fun, man. It's something about a stadium show, so. Yeah. I, I do remember them, like, because that was the first concert there, and apparent people were saying it yeah. sucked because it was hard to hear. I'm I, sure. I feel like they fixed it. But. Yeah, I'm sure they're good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything else? Or should we get to bets? No. Let's get to some bets, dog. All right. Um, I won one for three last week. I think it was the heat that helped me out. That was it. Nice. That was it. How about yourself? Technically zero for zero because none of the picks I made on this podcast <laughs> were able to run. So technically we washed. Uh, we did go two for three kind of. That's why I like course betting. Um, we won money last week. So uh, put 25 bucks in and I came up uh, like. 22 so almost double up so. nice very nice yeah yeah Muy fun bien it's fun Muy bien all right big. uh big my first one this week is a plus 100 or a plus 102 bet twins money line over the the dads of san diego or no the cubs sorry the, I, gotta, I gotta get geez, make make up games dude who knows if that's even a real line you never know or no it is against the padres tomorrow thursday so that bet will have concluded by the time this pod drops. 
Correct. All right. So I guess it's only fair for me to start with my bet that will have concluded by the time this pod drops. Respectfully. The chosen one, Hideki Masuama, round one leader, plus 3,500. Wow. I like that. Gearing up towards a major, you know? Mm-hmm. We got major golf next week. I know. I'm excited about that, dude. That Oak Hill course is sick. Me too. Me too. Me too. Um, yeah. Big me too. Me too movement. Big me too guy. All right. Respect. <laughs> Respect. Shout Depends. out. You're an ally. <laughs> Depends. <laughs> Depends. I, don't, I wouldn't go that far, but me too. Okay. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back on. Uh, a bet that did not hit for me last week. I am taking the Nuggets money line over the Suns plus one twenty six. Uh, probably will. I don't know if you watched them last night at the time of this recording. They looks like shit. I know the Suns are terrible. I, I agree. So. That, that bet should have hit last week. It didn't for some dumb reason. Yeah. But Devin Booker, old Devin Booker. So we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Um, so, my next bet, Mr. Right Hook himself, Ross Chastain, to win the NASCAR Cup this weekend, plus 1,100. The race or the cup? I don't know what it is. It's probably just the, you know, the Piston Cup. Oh. Yeah, just the race. <laughs> Piston Cup. Shout out Lightning McQueen. <laughs> yeah, they, we know his brother. And what was that plus what? 1100 Jeez, you're going big this week, bro. Yeah, well, Back you know. What happened to the we've plus said it before. It's also really tough to bet for weekend stuff on a I Wednesday know. night. I know. So I know. We're just pushing out that content. So got to just give the people something. All right. My last one, I'm going hockey. Parlaying. Nice. Okay. Here we go. These work out. <laughs> All the time. Uh, Seattle Kraken over the Dallas Stars. The Crackers. And the Panthers <sighs> over the Maple Leafs. Both just money line straight up, plus 534. Yeah. I like that. Panthers' best team ever assembled, possibly. <sighs> it's so frustrating that they are doing so well. Yeah. And that the wild could not. Yeah. You know? No. Yep. It's tough. It's tough. It's a tough look. Mm-hmm. Um, so my last one, any two of Jason Day, Miss Taro Hatton, and Scotty Chef to finish top five, including ties, plus 195. Like that. Shout out golf. Shout out golf. Golf heavy. Golf heavy. Yeah, this you know, golf and NASCAR. There was I looked at UFC, there wasn't really a good fight night card, so mm-hmm. tell you can bet on the WWE. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's also coming. It's just, just so you know. That'll happen before there's a team in fucking London, I'll tell you that right now. It cannot. It would never get approved. No. Dude, it'll happen. It's gonna fucking happen. <laughs> okay. They're 
They're already running ads with DraftKings. It's happening. I'll eat my hat. Um, it's also Deal. just it's Live nice to you can place those bets early in the week, right on those those yeah. weekend events. Um, lines get set pretty early on that. Yeah, fucking, it's nice when we have to do these early recordings like we are today. Um, you were going to say emergency podcast, and yeah. I was going to play that sound for you. No. We're just, hey, we're winging it, all right? There's a big difference yeah. between winging it and seeing what happens. Now let's see what happens. We're winging it. We don't have a plan. <laughs> we are winging it. Um, yeah, man. Good luck at your showcase on Friday. That'll be exciting. Thanks, Doug. I can't wait to hear yeah. about that. Yeah. That's a big one. No, it'll be sweet for sure. It'll be real cool. Be real cool. Hell yeah. We Hell are yeah. excited. Yeah. What do you got planned for the weekend? Anything sweet outside of Lion King? You get to watch some grass? I mean, it's Lion King. Okay. Um, for anybody who's listening to this on Friday, in case you forgot, it is also Mother's Day this weekend. <laughs> so. Yeah, I thought it was last weekend. So Don't. Uh, Shout out moms. Yeah, don't forget that. If you have forgotten, yep. uh, get online, order flowers, send a card, something, okay? Do not fucking... Or don't. Well, nope. Do. Uh, <laughs> don't forget about your mother, all right? Um, or your spouse who has given birth to your children. Any of those things, okay? Uh, that's a big one. You don't want to fuck that up. <laughs> PSA. Yeah. That's yep. our PSA of the week. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out uh, moms and grams and aunts, you know, hundred percent. Go, yeah. go ladies. Yeah. So I got the, uh, I got the play. I got mother's day. Mom will be up here. Uh, so hell yeah. Lot going on. Lot you know, it'd be fun. You know, it'd be real fun. What? We do one of these with that one time. Okay. That'd be interesting. To say the least. I think well, if we did, yeah, I think it would be a hoot to say the least. She'd just sit there. I mean. Hey, hey, I'll just say this, dude. She doesn't have the patience to sit here and listen to two people talk. No. No, but I mean, if we included her, you know, we had some fun. She'd do that laugh and then be like, you guys, you know, mm -hmm. you know, classic Deb. Yeah. And then she'd storm off and be like, you guys need anything from Mankato? Yep. I'm running down there. Quick, yeah. You know, we'd be in the middle of asking her a question and then she'd go do dishes. Yeah. <laughs> Just, or she'd put, she'd put the FaceTime down. So we'd be looking at the ceiling and she'd be in the kitchen, yep. uh, making Tostino pizza roll or Totino's pizza rolls or doing the dishes or some dumb shit, or she'd go get a Pepsi. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Something. Yeah, no. that's great. Absolutely, that's great. Uh, yeah, so shout out to your moms. Don't forget about them. Um, yeah, and everybody have a fucking great weekend. Thank you so so much for listening to this. Um, hope you all are having fun because we are having a hell of a time doing this, uh, fighting over NFL teams in London and Formula One and other shit. So yeah, uh, means a lot. Ben, do you think, my man? All right. Happy Mother's Day. Please like, comment, share, subscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe again, rate five stars. Be good, everybody. And whatever you do, get back to even. Why you gotta be a big
Shorty say give me this Oh that was your girl, she screaming my government 